This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate. You're back on the block with on the block with Strick and Nate. <laughs> We're just gonna say on the block. We're just on the block. We're just on the block. Yeah, we gotta get used to it. It's a difference. It's a change. It's a crossover. It is a new on the block. We're also new for a new time at two to four is where you can find us. Hit us up on YouTube. We have over a thousand subscribers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all those who have subscribed. Joined in, tapped in, popped in, and had an opportunity to check in on us on our YouTube page. We're trying to get up to uh, 1,500, but we're going towards 5,000. 5,000, I don't know. I'm going to have a conversation with DP. Maybe I'm, I'll give away a jersey or something to a, a winner. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. We got to get up there first. We got to get a little closer. Check out the ticket, the merch store as well, and download the ticket app at 93.7 The Ticket. FM app. Actually, you don't even have to add the FM. It's just there. You can get those on the uh, Google App Store as well as the Apple App Store. So, we've had been talking a little bit about the Aqib Talib situation in IL, how that's affecting parents as well as players. And unfortunately, the loss of life has occurred. We've been watching fights in AAU games, and, and, and we, we know there's something to it. And does it have anything? I'm on the text line, just want your thoughts about it. 402-464-5685. Really would like your thoughts with regards to how do you do, you know, we talked about it on the block before. Is this a system error or is this a, a parent and coaching problem? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it a sparking of the parents wanting to push their kids so hard that it drives them just frantically crazy in order to get them to, to to secure the bag, especially the wild, wild west of the NIL right now, and that kids can secure millions of dollars upwards of that uh, before they even show up on campus, which can change some of these kids' mm-hmm. lives. I mean, 50000 60000 and it's legal. It isn't the illegal way, the way that it was being done. Underhandedly, you work it through a, an auntie or, or grandma mm-hmm. that ain't even in the city. I mean, there's, there used to With be cash big, on the doorstep. Yo, the yeah. bag was dropped just at the, at, at the mailbox. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. But it's changed because it has become legal. So now we've talked about all those different things. But here's the thing we're going to talk about right now. We're in the second hour of On the Block. Whipple is having discussions about the importance of quarterback leadership. So, Nate, doggy dog, my guy, <laughs> tell me about what the effects of that is. I still want to hear from you. Sauter Heyman text line 402-464-5685 about the, the parents and the players, or is it also just a system error in that the NIL right now is the wild, wild west. It is one of those crazy things that is just, just diluting the brand of what the amateur sports is supposed to be about. But – I want to hear about this quarterback. Is there a quarterback controversy? Or is it just gamesmanship? Are they playing 4D chess? 402-464-5685 also on that question. Is the Huskers playing 4D chess? 
setting up Northwestern to have to do preparations, to have to uh, figure out what and who they're going to be facing. Is it going to be because you have two dynamic players, but they do different things. Right, You have more of a pocket passer with the ability to scramble, whereas Purdy has some good feet. Purdy can move around, get around, plus he has a solid arm. So is that is it gamesmanship or is it, you know, just a, a quarterback duel going well, on? It's interesting because if that's what you're thinking about with Northwestern, you have plenty of tape on Casey Thompson. Don't really have too much with Chubba Purdy, and that's what it sounds like it's between those two guys. Uh I want to make sure we talk about here that Whipple spoke on the importance of quarterback leadership, and that's what I kind of want to take with this conversation because it's very bizarre that we're talking about quarterback leadership, but we haven't named a starter. So I'll go ahead and read you the quote here. Uh, Mark Whipple, this is Mark Whipple, by the way. I told them today that I can only get you on the sideline. The quarterback has to take control. Casey Thompson has to do better. Chubba Purdy has to do better. Those two guys I got on a little bit. They are the ones in the huddle that speak, and 10 other guys listen. You are going to have those things. I said we have 12 games. I would like to think we can win them all. You're going to have some bumps in the road, and then you're going to learn from what we did in the spring. So, 402-464-5685, as Strick mentioned, we want to hear from you guys. What I think is is a little bit bizarre and a little bit, maybe not rub me the wrong way, but is a little bit of a head-scratcher, I'm all for leadership. Absolutely, and I think that starts with the quarterback position, especially on offense. But you got to think for these kids, Chubba Purdy and Casey Thompson specifically, at the top of their mind right now is a quarterback competition. Maybe things are happening behind the scenes. Maybe they haven't announced it to the media yet who's starting. Maybe everyone knows besides us. But if they don't, and you're telling a 20-year-old, what you need to focus on right now is winning this quarterback competition. But then you're telling them you got to be a leader in the huddle, leader on the field, leader off the field. I get all that. That's what comes with being a quarterback. I'm just worried that we've reached the point now, 12, 11 days, whatever you want to count it, whether you're counting today, tomorrow, whatever it may be. We're less than two weeks until Northwestern. And I know they haven't started game prep. I understand that's going to happen later on this week after they get done with their scrimmage. But I'm a big fan of competition. I love it. And it sounds like it's down to two guys, and we've heard through the grapevine that maybe Chubba Purdy's pushing Casey Thompson a little bit, which I think is good, but you want He's leaders. healthy now. You want leaders in your huddle. You need leaders in that huddle. Northwestern, whether we like it or not, is going to be one of, if not the most important game of the season. Mm. This is probably going to shape your season. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people disagree with that. In week zero, a lot of things can happen, but if you lose – or even get blown out to Northwestern, that will, de- that will define your season. That's a problem. And it's a problem. So we can say we want them to be leaders all we want, but for crying out loud, do these guys even know who's starting? And what does that do to your headspace that the coach is telling you, you got to be a leader in the huddle on the field, but your main focus is winning this quarterback competition? I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too far into it. 402-464-5685. Let me know what you guys think because – I think we might have reached the point it's gone too far. Hmm. I think you got to name the starter. I I, I do. Uh, I'm 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 thinking this. I, I understand that point of it, but again, I go back to the to the part where I think discussions have to be made. Be, barring, I mean, the reason being is that this is a unique season. This is a season where a lot's on the line. A lot, and, and we're 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 not just talking about For the program people, as yeah. itself. For a lot of people, there's a lot yeah. on the line. Um, you know. 
for those, you know, as Scott Frost is definitely on the line. Um, not, I don't think all the coaching staff is on the line. I think the majority could be. Uh, I think there could be some retention depending on the successes of what happens with, with their rooms. But I also have got to look at it from this standpoint. I've got to look at it from the standpoint of preparation before the, 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 the game actually hits. You're looking at three teams you should beat. You should. On paper, you should win those games. You should blow out. You should win those honestly. games. Honestly, yeah. I think there also has to be an understanding of leash. So the way I think about it is, remember how we have the little dogs? You put them on the leash. You put the dogs on the leash. And then you have the little button that you can release the little button to allow the dog to have a good set of free reign. But then there's also that part where you say, wait a second now, there's some danger over here. There's some trouble. I need to shorten your leash a little bit. And you click that button and lock that leash so he can't get out. That's what I'm viewing this situation as. I'm looking at seven games at home, three games to start the season, a very favorable schedule to which you should be able to do something with in the Big Ten West if you handle business. So when I'm looking at that lease situation, I'm looking at these first three games not as the typical I must win, but you do have to win. You know, I'm, I'm not looking at I'm looking at how can I grow? How can I get better in these first three games? And knowing that I have a good stretch of some on the road, some games, some some revenge games, some situations I've got to handle business. How do I prepare this next guy? In case I have to hit that button to shorten that leash. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These first three games to me, although they're must win, I still think that there is a sense of I need to still grow this next thing just in case I have to shorten this leash. And so, therefore, yeah. I would be having discussions in the quarterback room of and I'm gonna let you get on it. And text line, you can also 402-464-5685 if, if, if you're thinking a little bit depth, more depth like Stricky is thinking or you thinking I'm tripping. Now, I think that those conversations are being had because that's – if you're they old, have to be. If you're old Huskers, you didn't have to have that conversation. Here's why. Because you knew the old Huskers was going to go out there. They were going to beat the brakes off. By half, they're up 32, the 32 to yeah. 7. Or 40-something to seven, right? You knew that. So you knew the second guy was going to get reps. You knew the third, the, the second string. You knew, you know, your uh, Amon Green. You knew your Clint Childs. You knew your Damon yeah. Benning was going to get touches. You knew your you, – you, you knew that because you knew what you was about to do to this team. They don't think – I don't think they have that luxury. No. So I think you have to prepare them, the quarterbacks, to say, you know what, listen, you're going to win you, – you've got the job. You're going two quarters, and I might just give them – two series and I would be having those conversations I'm giving them two series because I want to see them I want to see them work now if they're blowing them out the way that they're supposed to that's going to naturally happen but you still have to have those conversations I think so you can prepare the psyche as you said of these young men who don't understand some of these deep nuances that are going on in the locker room go ahead and there I mean there are a lot of deep nuances too because I mean you got a new offense for crying out loud right and both these guys for what it's worth are transfers that have never put the N on any game and, and never played for the University of Nebraska. We're going to the starter Heyman text line, 402 Really interesting conversation. I want to make sure we hear from you guys. Richie Rich says, the players have a very
very good idea or already know who's starting. The coach is asking for more. That's a good thing. The cream will rise to the top. Richie Rich, I sure hope you're right, my man. Uh, Texter says, I promise the team knows who the starter is. We, and he says, the media mm-hmm. and the fans, don't know based on 30 minutes of interviews. I know Thompson is the starter. I would have to believe in full faith that it is Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if you have the leader in touchdown passes in the Big 12. Scott Frost told you. And you transfer in and he's not going to be the starter. But Scott Frost told you. Here's my issue, though, is you know – in the locker room, the players know, the coaches know. Why don't we know? Like you, four D chess, and and maybe it is four D chess, <laughs> and maybe they're thinking about the opponents. But like, because Fitz is phenomenal. This he is, but you got to think too strict. Like this fan base is on edge. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is on edge. Everyone's on edge, and everyone is, is a little bit frustrated. Drinking the Kool Aid, we're ready to go. Like. I just don't know if I like these games, and I don't know if it is games. Maybe they truthfully don't know the quarterback, but I believe they do, and just come out and say it, man. Like, I've always been in full belief, if you know who the quarterback is and he's proven it on the field in camp, name it a month before. I don't care, and I know there was an open competition, but we're 11 days for crying out loud until we play Northwestern. Give the kids some confidence. Let them go into the huddle saying, this is my team, this is my offense. And and maybe they are doing that behind closed doors, but I'm just ready to know. Like I just tell us. Let the kid gain some confidence. 402-464-5685, Sauter Heyman text line, because this is the question I'm gonna throw out. Do you care to know? Do you as a fan, as a a, a Husker yeah. GBR fan, do you need to know who the head guy is? When? And what's that time frame? A week before? The week of? The day Months of? before? <laughs> when yeah. do you feel you need to know, as Nate is stating, uh, forget gamesmanship. Nate is basically saying, forget that. We need to know. We need to give this guy the confidence, the mental capacities mm-hmm. to be able to step on the court, on the field, with with some confidence to be able to get the job done, knowing that these games are very important. Sauter Heyman, text line 402-464-5685. Type in, let us know. Let me ask you this, Strick. We still got some text on the text line I'll get to. But as someone who played at the University of Nebraska at a high level on a competitive team that was winning games, won the Big 8 for crying out loud, was it important for you to know before the season and the fans, the media, everyone know your role? Was that important to you? Because I want to know the athlete's perspective. Because I know if it were me, I would want the full confidence of knowing this is my team, this is my offense. But I'm as, as someone that you knew your role, everyone knew your role, did that help you build confidence? Both in the NBA as well as in college, there were multiples and many times to which the week of, the prep of, of a specific game or even going into the season – I had no clue right. where I would fit. I didn't know where my time. I've just played and positioned myself to be ready in case my name was called on. There were many a games where Coach Nee looked at the matchup and said, Strick, you're starting this game against Missouri. That's the game I think I broke the freshman record of, of points. Oh, game. nice. Um, there's games where he's like, yeah, and you're not starting, and that's okay. You know what I mean? There's games where Coach uh, Coach Coach Nelson would say, "Strick, you're starting this game on Michael Jordan tonight," and n- didn't even prepare for that. <laughs> but like, this what? is your assignment tonight, right. so you just you have to go into it prepared as if you are the guy. 
And if it doesn't happen, you're still prepared as if you are the guy. And so you're going to be ready to play as if you are the guy. So I think that's the way. So so that's that's me. I mean, I can't say I, I understand it. I I get it, and it and it is a different feeling. But I also have experienced that depending on the situation, the the matchup, who you're playing, what you're trying to accomplish. They even did some crazy in game adjustment where we were getting our heads beat in by San Antonio, and coach says we're going to mix it up. We're not going to go to their strength, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Sean Elliott, Mario Ellie, and, um, and, and, and the general, the little general. And we're not going to play to their strength. We're going to make them play to ours. Strick, you guard Tim Duncan. Cedric Sabalis, you guard Sean Elliott. Um, Michael Finley, you guard um, Rob, Ma- Robert Ellie. Steve Nash, you guard the little general. And, and we'll put A.C. Green on David Robinson, and we win the game. So I'm saying none of us was – none of us <laughs> right. practiced that. Right. But we were prepared in understanding that we needed to get a job done. Right. So there you go. Uh, Doug says maybe Thompson was too confident. Maybe that goes into it. He walked in here saying it's my job already, which if that's the case, I don't, I don't really like it from that perspective. Kelsey says, I don't care. I don't need to know as long as the team knows – and that guy knows I need. I don't need to know. Eric says the same thing, and, and I think that's fair, and, and I understand that. But it just it worries me that we don't know that they don't know, and I could be very wrong, and, and it might not be the case. But that has me a little bit concerned that they might not know. Uh, James says I'll know who our quarterback is when during a two minute drill they take us down for a touchdown, whoever and whenever that is. James, I like your thought process here. Downtown Scott, he says, they will not let us know. The QB1 knows. He's got the confidence. Us knowing doesn't make a difference. Again, I surely hope that that's, uh, I hope that's the case. Uh, John and Cortland said it would be nice, but bottom line is whoever it is, just win. We all definitely certainly want that to be the case. Uh, I think they made the promises to both and are just scared to make a starter and lose someone. Uh, Texter says that that's an interesting perspective because – in the world of NIL, in the world of transfer portal, <laughs> that's a big part of it, right? Is you make promises. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make those promises, kids are going to walk. That's, and they leave. That's the crazy thing about this turnover game, Nate, is that you've either got to become authentic or you've got to be the greatest car salesman and just sell the game and then knowing you've got a lemon <laughs> and it's going to be turned in. I mean, unfortunately, that's that's the way the game is. There's a lot of universities that go by that method. We're going to promise you the world and can't deliver the world to you. You've got to become authentic. I, I yeah. think I think what a lot of these coaches have done is they're saying, you can come here, you're going to compete, you're going to have NIL opportunities, but I can't guarantee you. I can't you're promise gonna, you a starting spot. You can hear it by the way Mickey Joseph speaks. You can hear it by the oh, way Coach Mickey Applewhite the speaks. Yeah. I even think you can hear it from Raiola. Raiola doesn't talk much, but he talks when he gets on that field, and I'm sure they're hearing it. So I think you can hear it in multiple, you know, multiple aspects of the team, but we just don't know. We just don't know. We don't know, and that's why it's so interesting. Dave says, why not have a QB1 and 1A, prepare them both to be the starter because we're likely going to need both of them throughout the Fact. season. I like that. I just hope we don't do a two-quarterback system. I don't like that. Hey, I don't I, like a two-quarterback system either. I don't like the two-quarterback system. I like the doggy short leash system. I do too, but I don't like the two quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I've never liked that. Yeah. I've never liked that. But we got to take a break. 
we have Steve Sipple on the line. We're going to ask him about this quarterback competition. He's talked to Mark Whipple. He's been in the locker room. He's been talking to the players, getting ready for the upcoming season. So he's probably got some very uh, ambitious thoughts, I will say. Uh, I will say the least. But Steve Sipple from Early Break on 3Sports. He'll join us next right here on The Block. <laughs> 